from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. You know how we do it, right here on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. And for those of you that are on WakeUpCallDT.com and you've become a member for free, you know that the MixLR live feed broadcasts from there as well. It's embedded right there on WakeUpCallDT.com's homepage. You can also get on WakeUpCallDT.com the RSS feed, the iTunes podcast, and the downloadable app powered by Podbean. Over 102,000 show downloads and counting, folks. And we're heading toward 1,000 shows that'll be on there, so... Make sure that you're listening in and checking it out and being a part of it. And thank you so much for your support over the years. Uh, With Podbean and with the RSS feed and the iTunes store, we have had that up since July of 2012. It's hard to believe that that will be six years in, in just a couple months here. So thank you for your support and for your love. As you know, with this show, it's not about the numbers. It's about the people. It's about the relationships. It's about what we do and you know everybody oh dan you gotta have numbers you gotta have this you gotta bring this you gotta do this you gotta do that you know the the fact of the matter is we have great listenership the fact of the matter is we have great viewership i mean check out the chick-fil-a post that i put up yesterday on mother's day i put that up at nights we had over a hundred we had almost 200 people in a half an hour and this morning we're probably going to hit a thousand people watched and over two thousand people reached we will do that before the end of the show. So, you know, for me, I, I think it's hilarious when somebody says, you know, what about internet? What about new media? Do you think it works? Yeah, I just had a conversation recently this week with a no mind. And, and you know, the conversation was, well, you know, I, you, I, I bring you listeners, but you don't really have anybody. And you don't really have listeners, do you? I mean, in this internet, radio, I mean, you don't really connect with anybody. And I was like, no, we only connect with 102,000 show downloads and they don't count your IP address multiple times so it's not like it's the same person and you know I said on Facebook we reach we've reached 8,000 people in a week on Twitter we've had 344,000 impressions in 28 days so all the numbers were there to substantiate the no minds but what I care about and why I did this show from the beginning was not for ratings and viewership and listenership it was for to do something good, to be led by God, to help you to have a good day, and to talk my truth, be honest, be prepared, back up my information, and have people listen to the show and hopefully leave it with information that they value. Leave it being a better prepared person to face their troubles and their worries than maybe they were before. I set out to be a broadcaster because I love what I do and I love touching people's lives in a positive way. And there's so many people in the media that lie to you, that cheat from you, that steal from you, that I was going to be me no matter what. I don't know how to not be me, but 
even more so, it was time to be me more and more that I, I, I just looked at this and said, God, you know, even with just the election alone, you were lied to. You were lied to. Any of us that did our research saw the skeletons in the closet and we were lied to. No matter who you voted for, you were lied to. And it just really broke my heart to see that the media had agenda that was so deep that there were people in the primaries for the Republican Party and the Democratic Party that weren't even given respect because the media didn't think that they were cool or sexy or jazzy or made sense. And it's not about that. It's about, it's about leading the free world. And so I was always going to be the broadcaster that I know how to be. But in today's day and age, I feel like every moral and value and foundation that my, my family helped set up and my friends helped enrich in my life are the things that we need right now. So I was going to do this no matter what. And now I look at this and say, God, <laughs> honesty, integrity, laughter, comedy, anecdotes, analogies, joy, faith, God, all these things we don't have. And <laughs> I didn't think I would be the only one to give them, but sometimes it feels that way. And it's whether I'm the only one or one of a million, I'm still going to give it. So, you know, why do people listen to your show or do people listen to your show? I always find is a hilarious statement because I could ask the same question. Do people go to your games? Do people eat at your restaurant? Do people buy your whatever knickknacks, pallywax, give a dog a bone? Because the fact of the matter is people that question other people are questioning themselves. And in certain instances, you know, or they, or they refuse to question themselves, I should say. Because the people that I have met in my life that, that question others, the, many of them need to look inward and don't throw stones in glass houses. And, you know, but that's, that's just, that's just reality. People who don't seek to understand and don't seek to learn, I'm constantly seeking to learn. I'm constantly seeking to understand. I'm constantly seeking to get it because I love learning, you know, and I just, I love being a part of this. I love being a part of this, this world and this life and getting to see People grow and, and people blossom and people become... I mean, my thing is I, I have listeners that I actually know. People that I actually interact with. You know, I one of my listeners invited me to his wedding this year. Another listener invited me to dinner and, you know, bumped into me and this and that. And now we're close friends. And that to me, that is... where you stop and you say, okay, what's the value of your listeners? What's the value of what you do? You know, everybody wants to put a value on something. What's the value of what you do? And it's funny because, like I said, the people that, that I've met that say that, if I said to you, what's the value of what you do? Oh, oh, oh. Daniel, I am appalled. You cannot ask me such a question. You know my value. Really? You don't know mine. 
we've we've become a society where we demand numbers, we demand output in anything. I don't want to date this girl. She doesn't have a lot of Instagram followers. People don't think she's sexy. Why should I? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you crazy? Or the opposite. This girl's followed by so many guys. She's got pictured of herself in bikinis. I can't date this girl. Everybody wants her. I don't have the confidence that I can keep her around. Why? Why not? We've become consumed by materials and numbers. Well, Dan, only somebody would say that if they didn't have the numbers to substantiate what they do. Look at our numbers. Ask me about what Wake Up Call does. Just Wake Up Call. Not even superpowered pop in the company as a whole. Just Wake Up Call. Ask me what Wake Up Call does. We have numbers that will blow your mother freaking mind. But what do I care? I don't care about that. I care about you. I care about you. Okay? You might listen to Callum Coward. I do too. I don't know what his numbers are, and I don't care. Do you know why? Because I like Callum Coward. Because I like listening to what he has to say. I like that he's real. I like that he doesn't sugarcoat. And I like that when somebody tries to defame him or smack him across the face, that he laughs in your face. I love that about him. I hope he is as confident and as strong of a person as he appears to be on television and radio. Because if he is, he is a model of how to handle the world when the world doesn't know how to handle you. And I can respect that. And I can appreciate that. You know, we're all looking for this and looking for that and looking for the other thing. Prove this, Dan. Prove it. Prove it to me. Prove to me you're worthy. I'm sorry. Are you God? Did you make me? I got to prove to you anything. And I'm not trying to get on a soapbox here this morning. I'm just stating a fact. You know, I have the numbers as well as I, and I'm sure other people do, Colin Cower, that, that can substantiate you working with us or listening to us or this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, It might sound crazy to you, but if you met me in person, you would know I'm not about the numbers. I'm not about all that stuff. Because the people that work with me know the type of man that I am. And they know how I go about my business. I'm a business that doesn't work with competitors. If I get an ice cream shop, I don't get another one. That's called career suicide to a lot of people. Ask them. To me, it's called being genuine. If I love Coldstone and I love Carvel, which one do I love more? If I tell you to eat here, if I tell you to eat at Utica Pizza, then I tell you Domino's is the place to be. What am I doing? Yet I worked for a show and backed away from it that had Papa John's on Monday and another pizza shop on Tuesday. And I said, how are you selling that? And what do they think of each other? Because they probably don't even know. Because they probably don't even pay attention. Because unfortunately, a lot of companies that work with you, they don't even, they don't do any, you know, with certain, I mean, mine, we interact, but some of these companies out there, they give them the money and then they don't even listen to what people are saying. So you work with Wake Up Call, we don't work with competitors. We bring on Honda, there's nobody else. We bring on Carvel, there's nobody else. 
We bring on Utica. There's nobody else. There's a reason for that. Because if I tell you this is where I go, I'm not being genuine if I go here and I go there and I go here, then I go there. That'd be real. Which one would you tell people to go to? And again, that's a pillar of our company. Another pillar of my company is whatever I say on the radio, that's what I say in person. I've never had somebody go, oh, well, that's how you think about Tim Tebow? Well, that's not what you said last month, and I listen to your show every day. I don't really understand. Oh, well, I just I just said that as a quip. I just said that to, you know, beef up. I just said that to get some, get some people razzed on Twitter. And I had shows that I worked with that told me to do that. Oh, you know, just take this opinion so we can build up some people getting getting crazy and fighting with us you know we gotta ramp it up and i'm like no if i want to act i'll be in a movie if i want to broadcast i'll do what i'm doing right now and there are pillars of this company that are that i put in place that i'm a hand-to-hand combat person is what i like to say and it's funny because it's not combat but it's it's the hand-to-hand right it's the it's the personal touch that I will literally tell people when I'm out in public, go to eat at Utica Pizza. It's a great place to go. You know what? If you see on social media that I'm over there, pop in, say hi. I'll shake your hand. You can try some great pizza. Get the chicken riggy pizza, the wake-up call number one pick. Let me know what you think. I do that all the time. You know, because you want to go the extra mile. I literally am like, everybody, let's go to Chick-fil-A, and my butt is in line at Chick-fil-A. What you see is what you get. Being genuine. Oh, okay, Dan. Well, I can I can I can believe that you go to Chick-fil-A and Carvel and this and the other thing, but there's no way that you used Lawrence Papaleo as your real estate agent. Because that's that's like a massive purchase. Yeah, we were his first sell. Or his first, his first sale. His first sell. Whatever. We were his first sale. I worked with him when he was starting out. Well, Dan, that's crazy. You got approached by somebody who was in the business for 22 years. I don't care. I liked LJ's morality. His real He was realistic. He was moral. Values. He had fun. He laughed. He was hospitable. He was family-oriented. He treated my wife and I the same. So why did I work with Lawrence Papaleo, whether it was his first sale or his thousandth sale? Because he's a good man. And because he's a good man, I felt good about buying the house. Anybody else would have been a real estate agent. He, he became a friend. So when people look and say, you used him as your real estate agent, that's that's like a huge payment when you get a house and this and that and then and, and do your office and all that. And I said, yeah. And we went through him. You want to know why? Because I wanted to be somebody who gave all I could to somebody else who was working their behind off. Hoping that people saw that, hoping that people understood that. When you build from the ground up, it's hard to get that first sale, that first sponsor, that first this, that first, that first listener. But when you work diligently doing the right things and giving it all to God, I believe 
And I know it to be true that it happens. So for LJ, I wanted to work with him, irregardless of how many years he did it, because I like him as a person. And we forget that in society. How many da-da-da-da-da have you sold? How many blah 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 are people connected to? How many ROI and SPO and SOG and GBOW? Who cares? At the end of the day, we're talking jargon to try and sell somebody by telling them we're so good because of this. I want people to go, I work with Dan Satora because I love the kid. I work with Dan Satora because... He's not afraid to talk about God. He has a faith. He's honest. He tells the truth in the media. He builds relationships. When he talks to these players, it sounds like he's talking to a friend. That is the difference maker. That is the difference maker. I still cheer on Mike Hopkins. I will for the rest of my life because you want to know why? He's always been good to me, and I've always been good to him. And I'd like to think that if we bumped into each other tomorrow, he'd give me a great big hug, and I'd be like, Mike, why'd you leave and go across the country? I miss you too much, brother. But I'm proud as I'm proud as I'll get out of him. I am. You build relationships. The thousand plus people that have graced the stage of wake up call never said, "Oh, how many people do you have at all? How many people are listening?" They just came on the show. You want to know why? Because they like me and I like them, and I wanted to do something with them that was fun, and they said, "Yeah." What you see is what you get. It, it, the crazy, unfortunate thing about today's world is that finding a genuinely good person is not an easy task. And if I want to find genuinely good people, I better damn well be one. And I told you this morning that I was going to connect it all back to moms. So let's get into the morning menu so I can do that. Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We like to start off the show by giving you our menu of topics. The morning menu, that is... Live now with the morning menu is Dan Tortora. Today's morning menu is going to start off with an ode to moms. Appreciation for mothers. For who they are and what they mean. I can only speak from my perspective. I can only speak from my story. And it's a great one. And I look forward to sharing that with you in just a moment. After that, you and I are going to be discussing a bunch of different things. We're going to head from football to baseball to basketball. We're going to talk about the Celtics taking care of the Cavaliers in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll talk about those Arizona Diamondbacks. Even though they didn't pull off the dub last night when I was watching the game, we will discuss what they've done so far this season. Because why? People in Syracuse and Central New York need to know that Phoenix is a place that's warm pretty much all the time. So we're going to discuss dry heat. I get told that all the time. Oh, Syracuse, you got so much humidity. Come to Phoenix. Lay down for a little bit in the sun. It's dry heat. You hardly even sweat. It's beautiful. I love it. So my mom just went out to Phoenix, Arizona, and she had a phenomenal time. I need to get my butt out there. But you know who's out there right now? Pat Corbin from Cicero, North Syracuse, and a bunch of great players in Major League Baseball. So we're going to discuss that in a moment. And then we're also going to discuss some of these interesting stories from the NFL as we head into practice time. So that's all going to be happening 
in just a little bit here on the show, but not before we give an ode to moms. So like I said, wasn't on a soapbox this morning. I love how people say, oh, don't me. I, you want to know what statements I can't stand? It is what it is, period. Because that means it is what it is. And whether I agree with it or not, I'm not going to try to change it, which is really messed up. <laughs> or somebody saying along the lines of, yeah, oh, I, I know it's cliche, but I know it's cliche. It's cliche to say hard work pays off. No, it's it's reality. <laughs> Just because a lot of... I feel like people say it's cliche when you say something that is true that's been said a lot. Good morning's cliche. Hello is cliche. And there's people that are going, yeah, Dana, they are. Those people that wear their berets inside the cafe and always want to judge other people's lives... I can't stand it. It needs to go away. But not everybody wears a beret is a bad person. I think I own one. And there's nothing wrong with berets. I was just trying to make a statement. But but it is. I mean, it's it's crazy. This is cliche and that's cliche. It's, it's funny to me. It really is funny to me. Because what makes it cliche? That it's said a lot? That it's true? Because there's a lot of cliches that are true. Hard work pays off. Mm, kind of true. So this morning, like I said, oh yeah, and like and the I don't want I and the people that I would, oh you're on a soapbox or you're preaching this morning. Oh pray, blah, 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 I don't want to listen to that. Call it what you want to call it, but when people want to give good advice to help other people, a lot of the times it's called preaching. I would love somebody to preach to me if they gave me good advice every day. Preach away, brother. Amen, Jesus. Yes, let's go. Hallelujah. But I came here this morning to start off with an ode to moms, and and I started off the broadcast with talking about we are consumed by numbers. We are consumed by materials. We're consumed by money. That will kill us all. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And when I sit in a meeting and I go, we're killing it on Facebook. We're killing it on Twitter. We started using Instagram more. We're doing really well there. In my opinion, we're, we're doing great things there. We're killing it on the website. We're killing it here and 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 here. How many places can do you have to listen to the show? Seven. <laughs> At least. How many places does the traditional radio? One, maybe two. So we put it all together, right? Put it all together. And that's not a knock on traditional radio. I'm just stating. When I was on the radio, there was a, there was one place to listen. And then if I did a bunch of other work, there was maybe another place because I had to do it all myself. So you tell people all that information. But what I genuinely care about is when somebody goes, damn it, I like you. I like you. I got 700 people call me every single week. Work with me. Work with me. Spend this. Spend that. But you're different. You're honest. You're truthful. You're going to do what you need to do. You're going to try your best. And I love that. I love that. You're in, you're in an inexpensive way for me to see if something can work that I've never thought of before. Or maybe I thought of but never did it before. Maybe I did it but I did it with the wrong person. I want people to believe in me because of who I am. Because of my numbers. Numbers go up and down. The one thing consistent with me over 32 years is that what you see is what you get. I will always bow down to God. I will always 
try to be positive and smile through the pain, I will always appreciate the life that I'm given. And when I don't, God gives me a little slap and I go, okay, I deserve that. And I will always go forward in my life being honest and value-driven with morality. You never have to worry about me. You work with me, you never have to worry about me. Because the standards I hold myself to are the standards I hold myself to. And I can't speak for anybody else. But I don't badmouth anybody. Dan, such and such said something about you in society. What are you going to do about it? Pray for them. That's really sad that they have to talk about me. They must not have anything going on. There must not be anything going on in their lives. It's really sad. And it's also really sad how... We always fo- we focus on it. the news. Focuses on negative, negative, negative. I never watch the n- regular news. I never watch it. I don't mean any disrespect to anybody's here. There's a lot of talented people in Central New York. I don't watch the news. I don't because it's constantly depressing. If you watch the news and you have a knife in the house, <laughs> we need to call a hotline. I mean, they, this is not. You can't. You can't watch the news. I had it on for eight minutes. Because I was doing something in my office. So I'm sitting at my desk, whatever. I turn the TV on and I'm not paying any attention. And it was fire. This person died. Another fire. Everybody died. This person got hit by a car. This lady has cancer. This person's stepping down from their job. Oh, look, there was another murder. Oh, my God, somebody got stabbed. And I went, holy mother of the good Lord. That was eight minutes. It was eight minutes. Maybe not eight. Maybe it was seven minutes. And you're just like, wow, if you watch the news, there's a song, uh, there's a country song, and I can't remember the name of it, that says, if you watch the news, that's why you have such a warped view of humanity. Because the news tells you everyone is bad, the walking dead is going to start in about three hours, please get your food and water. That's what they tell you. Here on this show, absolutely not. So let's do it. An ode to moms. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and we were off the air because it was the weekend. Happy Mom's Day to all the moms. Shall I name the moms that I know? And if I forget anybody, please forgive me, because I'm going to try and name every mom I could think of right now, okay? My mom, both of my grandmas, my wife's mom. Let's go down the list here. Let's get some moms going. My wife's dad's mom. Who else we got here? Grandparents. And great-grandparents in my family, in my wife's family. I want to, uh, Sammy and Franny, their mom, my, my cousins that are killing it in lacrosse, and nice young girls, going to give it up to them. Uh, give it up to, let me let me do this here and be fair on the broadcast. I want to make sure that I mention everybody. So, of Carvel, Jay's wife, of Chick-fil-A, Jimmer's wife. Of Utica Pizza, Phil's wife, uh, Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty, his wife, Penn and Trophy Center, Dan's wife. Who else we got here? I don't want the Wildcat Sports Pub, Danny's wife, Drysig Apparel, Drysig Lady, and FanHands.com, Mark's wife. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to Jamie. Shout out to Tabo. Shout out to Patty. Shout out to. Got to remember everybody here. Shout out to my three nieces. So 
to Kristen with her two baby girls, Happy Mother's Day, to Ross's wife, Abby, who's also a friend of mine, Happy Valentine's Day. Who else we got here? To my Aunt Donna and my Aunt Ev, to my Aunt Ree, to my cousins, Christina and Stephanie, to trying to make sure I don't forget anybody here. All the moms that I know, Happy Mom's Day. Happy Mother's Day. And it's every single day, folks. Mother's Day is every single day. And to Rob's two kids, to their moms, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Because it's not easy being a mom. And Mother's Day is every day. And Father's Day is every day. And Kids Day is every day. As my mom told me. There's no... She's like, there's no Kids Day on on the calendar because... We spoil our kids every day. <laughs> it's just like, my mom did treat me well my whole life. She continues to. But happy Mother's Day and ode to moms this morning. Why? Because moms are cool. Moms are fun. I went to the mall with my mom when I was a little kid. I went to the mall with my mom when I was a teenager. I went to the mall with my mom when I was in college. And I still go to the mall with my mom when she wants to go because the mall so damn big that she doesn't really like to go anymore. But whether it was cool or not, I went with my mom. You know, I want to go out to dinner with my dad, and 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 we do that, and we did that over the weekend. A sign of respect in my family is to is to kiss you on the cheek and give you a hug, whether it's a man or a woman, you kiss them on the cheek, and we do that. It's an Italian thing, and it could be a Hispanic thing. I feel like both of my blood crosses, and it's like the same thing almost. But I love my mom. I love my mom. 32 years and counting. And we just went on a vacation for Mother's Day to Disney and Orlando and all that good stuff. And we just get along and we just have fun. And she literally makes me want to cry every time I see her in a good way. Because I, I love her so much that like it's in my heart. It's like beating out of my chest every time I see my mom. She's such a gem. She's such a catch. She's such a catch. Because she's got it all. She's got the total package. She's got the personality. She has a smile. She doesn't age. My mother, Lord, she doesn't age. It's a wonderful thing. She doesn't age. She has a smile. She has the heart. She is a champion. When people tell her she can't, I love when she reacts to that stuff. She is. She is a strong, kind, helpful, do-anything-for-anybody, funny, sweet, honest, good person. And that's where I came from. So Mother's Day for me is fun because I got my Aunt Donna who helped raise me, and I got to see her on Mother's Day. I have... My wife's mom, Barb, who came and, and and was here for Mother's Day. And I got to thank her for giving me the best woman that I could ever find in this entire world. And then I have my mom. And this is the first year without my grandma being here, my G-mama, that many of you know because she lived to be 100 and whatnot, and I talk about her all the time. Not because she lived to be 100, but, you know, she was... What I'm trying to say is we did so much together over the last 32 years. And... I, I love her like crazy. So, this is the first 
Mother's Day that she wasn't physically here. And it sucks. But in her memory, for those of you that are pickle connoisseurs, we had sweet gherkins and sweet petites, which are what she gave me. She Petites were supposed to be like substitutes for gherkins, but they're really good now. But she loved gherkins. So we had those on our Mother's Day menu that I made. I cooked everything yesterday. I told all the ladies to sit and relax. My wife, who's the mother of our puppy, Lillian. So my wife, my Aunt Donna, uh, my, my wife's mom, Barb, and my mom, Debbie, they said, what do we need to do we need to bring? I said, come here, sit down, have a good time. I made a menu, put it all together, sweet gherkins, sweet petites for G-Mama, and pineapple and cottage cheese for G-Mama as well. And I miss both of my grandmothers. I do. I wish, I wish my dad's mom had been happier in her life so that she could have enjoyed more and seen more, but that taught me to not be that way. That taught me that when the world gets gets you down and questions you and and wants you to fail and pushes at you and jumps on your shoulders and sits on it with an anvil that you can't let it win. Because my grandmother was such a loving and caring and sweet woman who gave me the best hugs and kisses and everything. You know, and, and she just, the world made her angry. My other grandmother, she's like, ah, whatever. <laughs> the world's going to be this, the world's going to be that, that's fine. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be Marie. So my grandmothers both taught me something, and they both had hearts that loved me dearly, and I love them dearly, and I look forward to seeing them someday and, and giving them giant big hugs. I hope that in heaven you can still feel hugs because I love them both. And, you know, my G-mama, this was the first year that she wasn't here for Mother's Day, and like I said, it sucked. And I just... But I, I take what she taught me. You know, I take what she taught me. And she she taught me to be a good boy. Be a good kid. Keep my nose clean. Don't involve myself with negativity. Don't respond to negativity. Just be a positive kid. It's not that hard. You know, you wake up in the morning, you just be a good person. Let people question you. Let pe- It doesn't matter what you do. LeBron James won how many championships and people still think he sucks? I think it's annoying as crap that <laughs> that he just can wreak havoc on a team like Toronto and they have no response, but I respect the hell out of him. I really do. He's a damn good player. He's He looks like he is potentially that he has a Mardi Gras type of big head, but at the same time, he plays basketball like a champion. People still question him. People question presidents that were presidents 15 years ago. People question everything. We question everything. My mom taught me in life, don't question. If you believe it in your heart, don't question it. Don't question your girlfriend. Don't question your wife. Don't question this. Don't question your friends. Because you make people feel like you don't trust them. And then they, and then they start to not trust you. And then they start to create some separation and then you lose it. You have to believe that there's good in the world. You have to believe that somebody's being honest with you and telling you the truth. And you have to be willing to lose to gain. 
That's what my mom's taught me. You have to be willing to lose to gain. What does that mean? That we have to be willing to lose friends, lose sponsors, lose money, lose prestige, lose awards, lose buildings, lose whatever. If what's connected to it is not good, if what's connected to it is negative, if what's connected to it is a virus, you have to be willing to lose to gain. You have to be willing to lose to gain. People I dated in the past, they wouldn't have made good wives. For me, that would have been driving myself nuts. I had to be willing to lose to gain. In the moment, I don't want to lose that. It's what I got. You want to hold on to what you got. For better or worse, I don't know. It's not that great, but I don't want to lose it because then I'll have nothing. That's what we always say. I don't want to lose it because then I'll have nothing. We always focus on what we don't have. We don't focus on what we do have. My moms, when I talk about my grandma and my mama, they taught me how to lose to gain. Never concede your morals. Never concede your values. And no matter what somebody is promising you, never let them disrespect you and walk all over you. Never let a human being dangle the carrot in front of your face and you jump for it. You jump for that carrot, I'm going to give you a scoff, which is a, which is a slap. Scoff a la foch. That's what they slap your face. <laughs> That's what they say in Italian. Be who you are. And if somebody comes at you sideways, don't come at them sideways. But let them know that you know that they're coming at you sideways and let them know that it ain't going to happen. There's a way to be a peaceful human being that's also not a doormat. Because fighting with people is not going to make you good. Hate in your heart will consume you too. And doing absolutely nothing and laying down like a rug, you're going to feel worse than you did the day before. My mother's taught me to fight. She taught me to learn every day, to ask questions every day, so that you can seek to gain knowledge and wisdom. To impart that knowledge and wisdom on someone else. To always seek to go through the trenches so that you can help somebody else not have to. Or, when somebody else does, you can guide them through it. I was taught to be a good boy, and a good man, and a good person. Not just for me, but for the rest of the world. I was taught to do the right thing the first time so that I could feel good about myself, be close to God, and show the rest of the world that it can be done. It's not hard to live a life of positivity and being genuine and being honest. We say that it's hard because the alternative is the only thing we hear about. The alternative is the only thing we hear about. You know, and I said ratings and numbers and questions about numbers and back this up and do this and do that. In my line of work, numbers, 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 numbers. I don't sell on numbers. Ask the people that work with me if they bought the numbers or if they bought the man. They bought the man. And the man is delivering the numbers. But they bought the man. That's what you do. You buy into the person. You don't marry somebody for the numbers. Oh, how much money do you have? 
How much money do you have tucked away? How many followers do you have on Instagram? That's not why you marry somebody. Probably get divorced if you do, but that's not why you marry somebody. You marry somebody for who they are. You listen to somebody because of who they are. You watch movies that feature somebody because of who they are. You would go see Avengers Infinity War whether it broke records, made a billion dollars in two weeks or not. Why? Because you wanted to see it. Why? Because it had value to you. I love the movie The Punisher with Thomas Jane. I bumped into a lot of people that have seen that movie that like it too. One of the most critically bashed movies ever done in connection with Marvel. Totally disrespected and thrown under the rug, yet... When I talk to people individually, they're like, no, that was a good movie. I don't know why people hated it. What the hell? It was one of the top-selling DVDs. at the t- When it went out on DVD, it was one of the top selling. When Blockbuster was still around, it was one of the top-selling DVDs in the nation. But the media told you, eh, it doesn't have the numbers. You don't have to have the numbers. You don't have to have the money. You don't have to have the... <laughs> whatever the shirts and the dresses and the clothes and the this and the that you don't have to have that people grab after that stuff and hold on to that whole oh, prestige 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 is not attached to numbers prestige is not attached to money prestige is attached to good people jesus walked this earth how many years ago over 2000 i know him do you i do Ask me how many rich people that I know about. <laughs> so, ask me how much I know about Bill Gates's life. Or Steve Jobs. I'm happy that they helped technology along. Yay, technology. But the Lord and Savior of my life? Yeah, I'm going to pay a little bit more attention. I don't care how many followers he had. He's got me. If Jesus was on Twitter and he had one follower and it was me, I'm still going to follow Jesus. Why? Because I know that it's the right thing to do. I feel it in my heart. Don't focus on how many girlfriends you had, how many people this, how many people. People are gross, right? Oh, when you were in college, how many times did you do this? How many times did you do that? Oh, my God, yeah. How many drugs did you do? How many? What? (laughs) Are you a good person? Are you a good person? I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you came from. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what you do for a living as long as you're a good person. You're a good person? Okay. Then we're rolling. Grab on and hold on tight, folks. And my and that's my mothers are good people. They are amazing people. And the only thing that gives me peace at night, I shouldn't say the only thing, but one of the things that gives me peace at night are my grandmother, my G-mama. G-mama love her so much. Why she's not here, the one thing, one of the things that keeps me going, that keeps me going, there's a few things. So my wife reminds me of her, and my wife is awesome. And my wife is always there to hold me and hug me and, and give me a kiss and, and be there. If I'm having a moment with my grandma, whatever it may be. She's always there. Good, bad, or indifferent. The other reason that keeps me going, my mom. Because my mom and I know my grandmother on a level that we know her on. My grandmother didn't have Twitter. (laughs) My grandmother didn't have Facebook. My grandmother didn't have Instagram. 
My grandmother wasn't a broadcaster. My grandmother wasn't an athlete. My grandmother wasn't a millionaire. My grandmother wasn't featured in interviews and in movies or TV shows. She didn't have a reality show about her life. There was no cameras in the house. And she's the best human being that I've ever met in my life. It ain't about the numbers. It's about the people. And on Mother's Day, I got to look at four women that at some point in their life or right now are busting their behind to make it right, to make ends meet, to do what needs to be done. Four women. Not a thousand. Not a million. Not on a boat somewhere with 5,000. Four women. Four women who, if you took the time to hear their stories, could change your life for the better. Four. It ain't about the numbers, it's about the people. My mother, my grandmother, they helped raise me daily. Daily. And my grandmother still helps me today. And I love her like crazy. So, if you got a mom who's alive, a grandma who's alive, a wife who's a mom, girlfriend who's a mom, fiance who's a mom, do me a favor. Text them right now. Call them. Just say one thing. Just say, I love you. I love you so much. That's it. I love you. And I always will. How about that? Can we do that? Do that for me. Do that for yourself, better yet. This morning. I love you, babe. Just because I do. I love you, Mom. Oh, Grandma, I love you so much. Focus on those people. Focus on what matters. You love your grandmother. Not because she cooked for thousands of people. It wasn't about the numbers. It's when she made dinner for you. It's when she made you 40 stuffed shells and it's you and her. And you're like, Grandma, who's eating this? Is this a contest? What are we doing? In the moments where your mom and you are walking down the street together and she's got her arm and she's holding on to your arm and she says, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Or your wife, whether it's a puppy in my case or a, or a kid, or puppies and kids, or cats and kids, whatever. Dogs, birds, and kids, whatever. My wife is such a good mother to our little puppy, to our little dog, Lily, that Lily acts like a human daily. I say, where's mommy? She barks, goes right to the door. Where's mommy? I need my mommy. And yesterday, she was a content little button because I had been out of town, then I came back, then Kate went out of town, Last night when she laid in bed with us, she was so content to know I got them both back. Only good moms get that type of response. Only great moms get that type of response. So call them up and tell them that you love them. Tell them thank you. Say, Mom, I know you're so hard on me. I know you told me not to date that girl. 
oh, man, I should have listened. Mom, you told me not to go down that path, and I went down that path. And you know what? I learned something from that path, but I wish I didn't go down that path, Mom, because you were right. Don't be afraid to call up mom today. Text mom today. Do it. Do it right now. Hey, ma. Love you. Love you. And she's going to say, why? Why'd you send me that this morning? Because I do. Because I don't tell you enough. Or maybe I tell you every day. But I want to tell you again. Life is too dang short. And how can you say life is short, Dan? Your, your grandmother lived to be 100 years old. And counting. 100 and a half she was. How can you say... That life is too short. You want to know why? Because she lived to be a hundred and a half in nine days, but I'm still alive. So yeah, it was too short. Because there's never a day that I wouldn't want her here with me. And I still think she is. Her spirit is always here. If you knew my grandmother, you knew she's not going to ever leave me alone. She's going to be here all the time. And she'll be with my mom, and she'll be with my aunt, she'll be with my cousins. She'll be with my dad, she'll be with everybody. She'll be with Kate, my wife, my little puppy. People might think you're crazy, but I believe that when your loved ones pass away, if they're truly amazingly wonderful, loving people, they will find you in every beautiful, wonderful gift from God possible. They will be here. It's so crazy. My, Your brain, especially in today's world, when your heart speaks truth, your brain goes, oh, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. No, this can't be right. Come on. It's not logical. It doesn't matter. People don't say, I followed my brain to my true dreams. They say they followed their hearts. Your brain has a bunch of information in it. Some of it's good and some of it's not. And you have to sift through it and go, brain, delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it, keep that one. Delete it, delete it, keep that, delete it. Your heart's always like, hey, let's go have fun today. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, that's, that's what your heart says. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. And don't let this world dictate to you you don't have enough twitter followers so why should i follow you you don't have this on facebook why should i do that you don't have enough listeners on this this you know, designated survivor got canceled that show is great abc canceled it <laughs> good things get canceled all the times good things get messed with all the time How about this? Here are all the TV shows getting canceled. ABC's canceling Alex Inc., which didn't even have five seconds. Deception. I don't know much about it. The Crossing. Kevin probably saves the world. I can probably tell you that that was going to be. The Mayor got canceled, which I thought was a nice comedy. I thought the guys were hilarious in the show. I watched every single episode and it's gone. Marvel's Inhumans. Big mother freaking surprise because it didn't go well. Quantico. Designated Survivor. It's such a good show. It's only in its second season. In humans, I feel like they mailed it in. So I can understand that. Taken on it, ABC, not surprised at all. Great news, why? Because people only like bad news. <laughs> so, I'm kidding. CBS is canceling Scorpion, which my wife's dad's been telling me to watch. Superior Donuts, could have told you that. 9JKL, I didn't even know it came on. Me, myself, and I, we know that. Living Biblically... I didn't, it's a guy who lives his whole life by Bible verses. I didn't think that it would last, but, you know. The Exorcist is getting canceled. I'm okay with that because it's creepy. Lucifer is actually a pretty good show. Fox is canceling that. The Last Man on Earth, it's lasted a while. Brooklyn Nine-Nine 
is going away, but it was saved by NBC one day later. They put Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Sundays, which is a death sentence anyways. And the CW's canceling Life Sentence and Valor. So... CBS is, or not CBS, what is it here? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is saved by NBC. I love that, when shows get saved. When people let something go. But yeah, that's, I mean, this is an example. Great shows that people work their behinds off on, whether you like them or not. Like I said, there's some shows that I liked and some shows I didn't even watch and whatever. Things get canceled all the time. Doesn't mean they're not good. Doesn't mean they don't have the numbers. Girl Meets World got canceled with millions of viewers per episode. Millions. Millions. If I told you right now that you would have a million people follow you on Facebook or a million or a million people like your Facebook page or a million people follow you on Twitter, a million people come into your business, a million people listen to your show, a million people, millions, two, three million. And Disney went, that's not enough. <laughs> That's not enough. The numbers at the end of the day don't matter. It's the people. It's the people. It's all it's about. It's the people. If you do things just for the numbers, you might as well be a computer. Or you might as well be the old BCS. Or... You might as well be the NCAA Selection Committee. And nobody wants to be any of those things. We're going to take a step aside. <laughs> We're going to take a step aside on this show. I made it funny. We're going to take a step aside on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortoro. When we come back, the second hour of the show is going to be dedicated to the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA. Man, the Celtics went to work. There was a guy that made a prediction about the Celtics at the end, not even the beginning of this season, at the end of last season. I wonder who the hell he was. I wonder if we can get Dan Satora on the line when we come back. We'll be back here in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvelanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DrysigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, Command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrysigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, lady.com.
This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name. So give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so. I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Truly appreciate you being a part of the show and hanging out with us here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And I'm just thankful to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day once again. And every day is Mother's Day when you're good to mama. Every day is Mother's Day and mama's good to you. Every day is mama's day. So make sure that you enjoy yourself some Mother's Day. Festi- or hopefully you enjoyed your Mother's Day festivities. Maybe you're celebrating today. Maybe you're going to celebrate tomorrow. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you did it yesterday, whatever it may be. But I truly, truly, truly want to wish all the moms out there a very happy Mother's Day because you're amazing and you're wonderful and I love y'all. So happy Mother's Day. Keep being good to your kids. And kids, please keep being good to your mama because she loves you. So 
Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And every day, again, is Mother's Day. Why? Because it's like people that, you know, well, I'll be, I'll be nice to my wife on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you won't have her long then. You'll not have her a long time if you're nice to your mom or your wife just on, just on uh, Valentine's Day. That's not going to work out for you. So be good to one another and be awesome out there, folks. May the Lord is trending right now on Twitter. Amen to that. Big ups. God bless to that. Second hour of the show, we got some stuff to discuss, but I do want to make a mention here because you know that that this this wonderful, wonderful place has been a part of our show for the last couple of years, continues to be a part of the show. You may not have heard their commercial uh, this last past week because we're changing the uh, some things on the commercial, so you will be hearing it this week, but the Penn and Trophy Center that's been serving the central and upstate New York community and beyond for over 60, 60 years has moved. 111 East Willow Street has been their home forever and a day. They're now at 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. That's 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the Penn and Trophy Center. They do everything, folks. They do sports trophies. They do corporate office trophies. Trophies. They do plaques. They do awards, crystal awards, acrylic awards, corporate awards. They do engraving, custom engraving, glass engraving, steel engraving, engraved plaques for trophies. They do personalized gifts with a bunch of different promotional products. They have everything that you need, folks. It started in 1948, and it's going strong today. How about that? Owned and operated since 1948 by the Monty family. So today, or this year is their 60th, or this this year, 2018, is their 70th anniversary. 70 years serving Central and Upstate New York. 70 years. 1948 to 2018. Do the math. 70 years, folks. Their number has stayed the same, 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. But they have a new home, 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. And I love them. I do. They make our Super Bowl trophy. uh, They make our championship trophy every single year. They make our championship trophy for... Our fantasy football, the wake-up call fantasy football challenge. They make our championship trophy, and they make our last place trophy. And the reason why I was laughing because our last place trophy is a toilet, and it's so awesome. So you either get the toilet or you get the thing. It looks exactly like a Lombardi trophy. And it's heavy like a Lombardi trophy, which makes it even more awesome. So you can join our fantasy football league. As you know, fantasy football is year-round for us here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So... You can join at any time. You can message me on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, on Twitter at Call DT, on Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT, whatever it may be, and say, I want to join your fantasy football league. Penn and Trophy Center has been making our trophies for the last couple of years, and they have been absolutely amazing in putting these trophies together. There's nobody else we'd rather work with when it comes to giving you your Lombardi championship trophy or giving you your little toilet seat with the face in it. So I tell people all the time, if you have social media, better watch them pictures because not only do I put your face in the toilet seat if you get last place, I pick the picture that goes in the toilet seat. So make sure that you sift through your social media. And remember, once you put something on the internet, 
it's always there. <laughs> so just to let you feel a little bit creepy about it, but it's there. The Pennant Trophy Center, though, awesome, awesome place, giving us our trophies every single year. I'm I'm so pleased by them. I'm so appreciative of them, and they mean so much to us. So thank you to the Pennant Trophy Center for all that they do to be awesome in this community and beyond. So with that being said, big shout out to the Pennant Trophy Center. And so that you know that they're in a new location, make sure that you write it down. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The fact of the matter is, folks, you will need the Pennant Trophy Center at some point in your life for something. Because you're going to get something engraved as a gift. You're going to do, when you get married, you might want to engrave those rings. You're going to do something with the pocket watch from your grandfather. You're going to do something for... You know, let's say you had someone in the military and you want to put the flag in a special casing and whatnot. If you have somebody at work that gets employee of the, of the month and so on and so forth, you're going to want to go to Penn and Trophy Center. So make sure that you do that and know their new address and make sure that you go to that one. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. They're amazing and they really, really do. They work very well. I don't know anybody that can work <laughs> as quickly as they do on stuff and be as amazing as they are. They have so much work all the time. They always find a way to fit you in and help you out. So, I mean, I could tell you numerous stories about times where, you know, just standing in the building and meeting with Dan that we're talking back and forth and people are dropping stuff off and going, oh my God, I forgot to drop this off last week. Can you make sure that this is done by this time? Or I need this, or I forgot to do this. And they're amazing at it. They do great work and, and they, their customer service is impeccable. Hence why they've been around for 70 years. So those are the people to call. You're going to need them for something at some point in your life. So make sure that you call 315-422-8797 for the pen and trophy center, which does so much in this community with awards and plaques and trophies and engravings and whatnot. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. Shout out to you, Dan Monty and the fam. Thank you for the amazing work that you have done. And your father, Dan, as well. I heard that Dan's a really good name. With that being said, we're moving on here in the morning menu of today's broadcast of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. And I'm excited for the opportunity to jump forward here into... Something that happened during Mother's Day, and that was the Boston Celtics. They happened to those Cleveland Cavaliers in a big, ginormous way. They let the Cavs know that they were there. I'll tell you that much. The Cavs have no doubt in their mind that, that they met those Boston Celtics yesterday, and that the Boston Celtics maybe just maybe wanted you to know that they aren't a pushover. Now, the Boston Celtics, for what they're doing, yeah, they won this game by 25 points, so that's pretty awesome. But they did it, and they've done it all season long without Gordon Hayward. And I said at the end of last season, not even the beginning of this season or the offseason, the end of last season, the end of when Cleveland played Golden State and the record continued to rotate as it seems to have been doing over the past couple of years, I said, in the next two years... If any team is going to dethrone the Cleveland Cavaliers in the East and make it to the NBA Finals, it's the Boston Celtics. I thought that with Gordon Hayward, this is be you know this is like they had Kyrie whatever, but this is before Gordon Hayward, and obviously Boston won the deal because Cleveland got Isaiah Thomas and shipped him away in a hot second. And Boston still has Kyrie, he's just hurt. 
Gordon Hayward hasn't played all year long, folks. I think him with Brad Stevens back again, and oh my, I feel like people, we're going to go back to those days where Boston was winning a champion, like Larry Bird time when Boston's just making it happen and winning championships. I'm not saying that Gordon Hayward is Larry Bird by any stretch of the imagination. Don't get it twisted. I'm saying that I have this feeling about Gordon Hayward in a Celtics uniform with this team and what they're doing right now that can make you feel as a Boston fan like, oh my God, remember those days when we had Larry Bird and we were so freaking good? That's what I'm talking about. Championships, the opportunity to vie each year for something. Boston is an exciting team to watch. Even if you don't, even if you're not a fan of Boston, they're an exciting team to watch. Al Horford, who's been around forever and a day out of Florida, 20 points in 27 minutes, 8 for 10 from the field, getting it, getting it done. He had six assists as a big man. But how about this man, who I interviewed, and he's been on the show, Jason Tatum, Duke product, only had 16 points in this game, but he was nailing those shots late in the game, folks. He's making it happen. He's going coast to coast. He's going down the lane. He's doing this and the other thing. I mean, he's getting bumped. He's trying to pull the ball out from under his arm and move it over here and do this and do that. You know, it didn't look like it was an easy job by any stretch of the imagination. But we all talk about how LeBron just goes to the basket whenever the hell he wants to. Jason Tatum didn't have a lot of people stopping him. And then he'd pull up for a three and make it happen. Terry Rozier didn't have a lot of points, but he had a layup toward the end of the game where he attacked the basket, showing his fearlessness. And, you know, Jalen Brown, who comes from California, and his experience is one year. He was drafted in 2016. He spent one season in the NBA going into this season. And Jalen Brown had 23 points in 28 minutes, 9 for 16, 3 for 5 from 3-point. I mean, Semi Ojale from the American Athletic Conference from SMU. Semi Ojale got some points toward the end of the game here. They put everybody in pretty much. Shane Larkin's not playing right now. He's been hurt with a shoulder injury. He's out for game one and game two and is unlikely to appear in the series. Another guy that I interviewed, he came from Miami, and I had an opportunity to spend some time with him covering the ACC. But you look, I mean, you look at this team, everybody scored except for Gershon. Everybody else scored that played for the Boston Celtics. Everybody. Marcus Morris had 21, Horford had 20, Tatum had 16, Rozier had 8, Brown had 23, that's your starters, Ojale had 3, Nader had 2, Monroe had 2, Baines had 4, Smart had 9. Everybody doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But let's, so we talk about offense, let's talk about some defense. LeBron James had 15 points in 36 minutes, did not make a 3, and was 5 of 16 from the field. He had nine assists, which is awesome. He also had seven turnovers. So he had nine assists to his team and seven assists to the Celtics. Kevin Love, 17 points in 31 minutes. That's down to one of four. So him and LeBron combined to go one for nine from three-point range, five for 14 from the field. George Hill, five points in 28 minutes. Corver, five points in 23 minutes. J.R. Smith, four points in 29 minutes. Those are your starters. Larry Nance Jr., no points. Zizek, no points. Osmond, no points. Jose Calderon had two. They're big guys off the bench, you know, as far as points were Jordan Clarkson, who had 10 points in the game, and then Rodney Hood, who had 11. Another Duke product, Rodney Hood. 
So it wasn't just about Boston scoring points. It was about their defense. 15 points for LeBron James, a bad day. 17 points for Kevin Love, eh, that's okay. The rest of your starters, five points or less? It's huge. Cleveland, even at the end of the game, and that's the thing that I like about Boston and how they're playing because I can't stand when teams play any other way. Boston, when they're up by 20 or 30 or whatever, they didn't pump the brakes. They didn't do it. They kept their foot on the gas. That's what they did. They're on a racetrack. They're about to win this thing, and they're still going full speed. Whipping around the corner. That's what they were doing. The Boston Celtics with their second string, third string, whatever the hell you want to call it, they played hard defense till that clock ran zero. They didn't allow anything easy. And that's huge. That's huge for them. That they did what they did, <clears throat> how they did it. They didn't make the game easy for Cleveland the entire game. <clears throat> Being up by 20, almost 30, 15, whatever. They didn't make it easy. Now, I know Cleveland's not going to make the series easy. And there's a notion that they won't get blown out like this every game. But can we give some credit to the Boston Celtics? who I thought had the best chance to dethrone the Cavaliers of anybody in the Eastern Conference, and they've done it without Gordon Hayward and without Kyrie Irving. And I know I brought this up on the show before, but that's not like a little bit. That's a lot of it. Gordon Hayward was the biggest name, and once his domino fell in free agency, once his domino fell in the offseason last year, all the other dominoes started to fall. Oh, okay, Gordon's gone, so then there's this and this and this and this. and that. He's one of the guys that affected his future and potentially affected other people's futures once his chip fell. So, you don't have that on your team right now, right? He's on your bench, but he's not playing. That massive chip of last year's free agency. Then you have Kyrie Irving. Terry Rozier, can we give him some credit, some dap, some, some love? 34 minutes, 8 points, eh, doesn't look good. 6 rebounds, all defensive. Eight assists in the game, one turnover. Eight assists to one turnover. LeBron had nine assists to seven turnovers. It's the way that Boston played, though. Yeah, they forced up some shots, and they didn't run the clock down toward the end of the game, which I wish they would have done that. I mean, if you're watching this game and you're seeing them play and and you're a fan of basketball, you're like, run the clock down, man. You don't need to be chucking up threes, trying to build up, pad your stats or whatever that may be. So, you know, outside of that, though, defensively, they ran back down. They set up. They had good defense. They were not trying to allow easy shots. There were some shots that Cleveland was able to get off, and Cleveland was just off on the night and just wasn't making them. And that's not going to happen every night. That's why you have to put yourself in a position where your defense is strong. And when bodies were bumping toward the Celtics, they were bumping the body back. They were going, okay, you know what? Maybe they're Jersey Shore. Because every time the beat bumped them, they bumped the beat back. For real, though. <laughs> so, But really, they did. They didn't make anything easy. And that was toward the end of the game. When you think, okay, they're going to let up a little bit. They're going to make things a little bit easier. They're not going to try as hard. Yeah, BS. It's BS. 
Aaron Baines, 6'10", 260 pounds. He was bumping bodies in there. Out of Washington State, five years experience. Born in New Zealand. Not a big-time scorer, but he's a body that's not easy to bounce through. People were going up to him, and he was just, you know, putting that, you know, putting his arm across his body and putting his, and putting himself right between you and the basket, and they were bumping him and coming back off and passing the ball and bumping him and coming back. He wasn't letting you get through. He was your wall. We all talk about offense, offense, offense when it comes to the NBA. The defense of the Boston Celtics was pretty damn good because everybody and their mother can score 83 points in the NBA. Remember when it was like the Dallas Mavericks were scoring 100 a game and people were like, oh my God, that's so amazing. They're so crazy good. And then Phoenix did it and they're like, oh my God, that's so crazy good. And Phoenix is going to like six overtimes, four overtimes in a game. Now it's normal to score 100 points in a game. And it's abnormal to be at 83. The Boston Celtics, yeah, they had a lot of offense. But the Boston Celtics... They got a lot of young guys on this team. They got a lot of young guys on this team that are just making it happen. They're figuring it out. Brad Stevens is a freaking genius. Brad Stevens, you know, it said something to me when some when when somebody had said to me they said this series is going to it's going to lie on how Brad Stevens schemes and how he game plans against LeBron James. Like, what what he makes his plays. What is his plan going to be? I Series all the time, it's like, well, it's LeBron James versus Steph Curry. It's this versus that. It's offense versus off. To hear somebody say it's LeBron James versus the game planning ability and the schematics of what Brad Stevens is putting in his blueprint. That, to me, is respect. You don't hear that about coaches in the NBA anymore. Well, this guy, depending on what he schemes and how he sets up this and how he coaches is going to determine that. We're not talking about Cleveland's coaching, and it's no disrespect. We're not talking about Cleveland's coaching. We're talking about Toronto's coaching because they lost, and they looked completely confused, and if you watch their Washington series, it looked like they had no confidence in what they were able to do. Brad Stevens was a genius in Butler, and he's still a genius. Not everybody can translate from college to pro or pro to college, back and forth, whatever. But he does. He translates, and he's damn good. We'll see whether or not Cleveland's going to win this series based on the game planning of Brad Stevens. Damn, that's respect. That is some awesome respect. Heck yeah, I'd love to be Brad Stevens today. Having people talk about me like that. Wow. You don't hear about coaches in the NBA. You don't hear about that anymore. Phil Jackson when he was with the Bulls and the Lakers. You don't hear about that. Pat Riley, you don't hear about that anymore. It's not about the coaches anymore. Unless the team is awful and they got a lot of talent. Then it's about the coaches. Or if it's about a team, they can't beat one team. And they fired their coach. Which, FYI, I took a little poll on Twitter. I take these polls all the time, so make sure you join me on Twitter at CallDT. And Facebook, I'm going to say this a million times and one, on our Facebook business pages, let us write poll questions. Because 
that would be awesome. And it's not that hard to do. They do them in the groups, but they don't do them on the pages, and I don't know why. But anywho, I digress. The poll questions on Twitter, at CallDT, C-A-L-L-D-T, join me on there. I put up a poll question, and I'll read this one in a second, but I said, what's your stance on the Dwayne Casey firing by the Toronto Raptors? 0% of you said you strongly agree with it. 11% of you said you agree with it. 26% of you say that you disagree with him being fired. 63% of you say you strongly disagree with him being fired, which means that an overwhelming 89% of the people that answered my poll question are against the Toronto Raptors' decision of firing their head coach, Dwayne Casey. Interesting. 73% of you said the Cavaliers will win the series. 27% of you said the Celtics going into the game. And then 53% of you said the Warriors will defeat the Rockets. 47% of you said the Rockets will defeat the Warriors. I think that people that, you know, don't have a horse in the race are like, let's see the Rockets and the Celtics just to see something different. But I think the Celtics have a shot. Folks, I said this. I said it, you know, I was like, I said it when they had Gordon Hayward and I was hoping he would be healthy. But the Celtics could, I mean, they play the way they played last night. Damn. They're a good team. They're a really good team. They're a really good team. They're making excuses for anybody. It's like, oh, this guy went down, whatever. Next man up, let's go. They've been, man, they're good. Young, though. I just, I love it. Because I remember interviewing Terry Rozier when he was with the Louisville Cardinals. I remember interviewing him and being like, man, I hope this guy succeeds. You know, I hope he gets a chance in the NBA. You know when there's just, like, people you root for? I was rooting for him. And look at him now on the stage that he is on. Filling, I mean, there's no Kyrie Irving. Now he's playing. He's the dog. He's got to go to work. Crazy. These guys. Marcus Morris. I know he came from Kansas and he's one of the, you know, a, a piece of of the twins of Marquise, Marcus and Markeith. But he had a double-double last night. 10 rebounds, 21 points. My birthday, 10-21. Al Horford's been around, like I said, forever in a day. Ten years in the NBA. Al Horford's going to work still. Jason Tatum from Duke. All these guys, man. They know what they're doing. Semi Ojale, I know he only scored three points, but it's like they have these guys on the bench. They have a young Boston has a young team that's hungry. The Cavs are what Miami was a few years ago. LeBron James. Another guy that's pretty good. We call him Kevin Love on this team. The other team, they said Chris Bosh. And then a bunch of other guys. They don't have a Dwayne Wade on this team. They don't have a guy bringing the ball up, doing this, that, and the other thing. And a, a, a shooting guard that's one of the best in the nation, in my opinion, of his whole career. They have LeBron. They have Kevin Love. And then they have role players. Jose Calderon, starting point guard in Toronto, role player off the bench. Clarkson, role player. Hood, role player. Thompson, sometimes he plays, sometimes he doesn't. Role player. Nance, role player. Green, role player. J.R. Smith, still a role player. Kyle Korver, three-point shooter, just like Mike Miller was in Miami. George Hill, role player. They're all role players. It's how well you can play with to help out. LeBron's going to go out, and LeBron's going to try and score 30. And it's what you guys can do to fill in the gaps after that. The Celtics are a team. Cleveland is a LeBron and some other guys. It's if you went to go see a movie and it was Denzel Washington and a bunch of unnamed actors. Where Boston is like Ocean's Eleven. 
That's the difference. And I got to say, when it's multiple people and anybody can step up in any given game, that makes the game more fun than going, oh, well, if LeBron has a bad night, I guess they're going to lose. I wouldn't want to be a role player on the team. Bringing, you know, <laughs> bringing my chocolate chip pancakes to LeBron James and only eating a little piece of it because I don't want to, like, he gives me a little piece off the corner, but he gets to eat the whole thing. I don't want to do that. We'll take a step aside here for a fast break, and we'll come back with some NFL and Major League Baseball talk in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily you know we bring in local produce we prepare to order in the kitchen we hand bread our chicken we hand spin our milkshakes it's it's great food it doesn't taste like fast food i, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a chick-fil-a restaurant it's different we we try to treat people with intentional kindness here which is very different and deeper than good customer service and so you know, i think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. Hi, this is Domenico Vitali, owner of Giovanni's Formalware, where you look great and feel even better with our renowned tailoring and alteration services on any suit or any tuxedo from anywhere. Call 315-455-8729. That's 315-455-8729. Stop in locally on Route 11 in North Syracuse next to the Ponderosa Plaza where you can choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formalware. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. It would be a pity if you don't shop. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing 
their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your events, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica thing. Proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Happy to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the broadcast, and always appreciate you tuning in. However you're connecting with Wake Up Call, we're on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT. we're on Twitter at CallDT, we're on Instagram at wakeupcall underscore DT, we're on YouTube with over a thousand shows youtube.com backslash wakeupcalldt. We are obviously on wakeupcalldt.com with the downloadable app powered by Podbean, the iTunes podcast, the RSS feed. And of course, we're here live Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern time on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. We're doing it all, folks. We get to you every which way. And there's over 500 articles on wakeupcalldt.com's right now page. So there's always a way to involve yourself and to be a part of the show, and it's all free for you to do. I'd rather you go to the wonderful businesses that I work with in the community and spend your money there, so you get the content that I have for free, and then go to Chick-fil-A, go to Utica Pizza Company, go to Carvel DeWitt, go to the Wildcat Sports Pub, go to Lawrence J. Pop, you know, Lawrence L. J. Papaleo, you know, licensed real estate salesperson of Gilbo Realty, and call him at 315-748-2524. Get in touch with 315 Chiropractic and Wellness. Go to the Penn and Trophy Center at their new location in East Syracuse. Get your car, lease it, or buy at Honda City of Liverpool. Go to Giovanni's Tuxedos in North Syracuse for all your suits and your formal wear, whether it's a wedding or an anniversary or any type of party, or you just need new suits to put in your wardrobe. Dry Sig Apparel and Dry Sig Lady. Go to somebody local to create apparel for your businesses to create apparel for your breast cancer walk or you know your your fundraiser or whatever your team whatever it may be if you have a softball team d-r-e-i-s-s-i-g apparel.com and d-r-e-i-s-s-i-g lady.com fanhands.com every single fan needs to be loud at a game and cheer on their team there's no better way to do it than with a pair of fan hands So go to fanhands.com now and get your team's favorite color. Looking Glass Events, planning your event in Central and Upstate New York. Give your money to them. Help them out because they're good people in the community. I'll give you the information here, free content, and spend your money with them. That's how I look at it. So it's teamwork, folks. That's what it's all about. Speaking of teamwork... Let's get into the NFL here, right? There's some things that are happening. There's some stories in the NFL that are that are some interesting, right? There's interesting storylines. We could talk about this all throughout the week because there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, right? We can't get to everything today. I like what Orange Avengers said. Orange Avengers, Ectocores, used to be Ectocores, now it's Orange Avenger. I love it. Orange Avenger. Because the soul stone is orange, and it's my favorite stone. And... I also love the Avengers, so I'm all I'm all game for Orange Avenger. And uh, they just said teamwork makes the dream work, and that's ex- that's absolutely true. That's why I don't say I have sponsors; I have partners, and it's a team, not a group of individuals. 
We're a little bit different here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tatora, and we appreciate the difference. Because if you're not different in this world, in all the right reasons, then maybe you're different in the wrong reasons, or maybe you're the same as everybody else. Nobody wants to be any of those things. Got to be different. Dare to be different. So the NFL has some storylines that are changing things up and making things interesting. And Odell Beckham Jr. is is one of these. Question marks, right? What's Odell going to be? How is Odell going to fit with this team? Do you think Odell should be traded? Do you think that they should somehow move this guy out of here? Odell Beckham Jr., the number one with the Giants... But is he the number one anymore? Is he that guy that you lean on? Is he the future? Is he a head case? Do you like his antics? What do you think? Victor Cruz, nobody knew who he was. He's getting touchdowns. He's getting endorsements. He's doing the salsa. A little bit of that love in the end zone. And then he disappeared. Odell Beckham Jr. One-handed grabs against the Dallas Cowboys. Then he gets hurt. Then he has antics. And over the last few seasons, couple seasons, kind of disappeared. So is Odell Beckham Jr. This is a story you got to think about in the offseason. If you're a Giants fan, is do you want him on the team anymore? Or is it time to move on? Because it's going to be more of the same. It's Eli Manning. It's Odell Beckham Jr. The difference is Saquon Barkley. The difference is Saquon Barkley. Because Saquon Barkley is like every, potentially every running back they have. I mean, they haven't been able to run the ball at all. Paul Perkins? No. Orleans Darkwaugh? No. I still think Orleans is better than he looked there. But the Giants haven't had a good line either. So I'm just interested to know what's going to happen here. And is Odell, does he fit the bill anymore? Does Odell Beckham Jr., does he fit anymore? Or should he go somewhere else? And and what the heck, I mean, and what the heck with Des Bryant? And I love that somebody put something out. And I'm just reacting to somebody that posted something on Twitter. Said, I'm the only person that believes that Des Bryant fell off, not because of age or his own ability, but because Dak Prescott isn't that good. It just doesn't make sense that a 27-year-old elite all-pro wide receiver with some of the best numbers in the NFL would just collapse in ability. And I just wrote back to this kid who goes by, it's at rich homie Zeker. I said, dude, I'm with you. I said the same thing. Maybe it's a Dak Prescott thing. Every quarterback, I can't say this enough on the show. So you could say this is cliche, going back to a statement that I made in the first hour, because you say it so much, but it's true. I think cliche is like the things that we say a lot, but they're still true. Like the Des Bryant case. Every quarterback has their receiver.
Where do you think Des Bryant's going to go? It's And it's crazy to me that Des Bryant still doesn't have a job right now. He's, he's freaking Des Bryant. You go from number one to not even a two or a three? What is this, Colin Kaepernick time? Oh, yeah, you were good enough to be a number one. Now you can't play in the league anymore. Why? What did Des Bryant do that was so awful? If I'm going to kick anybody out of the league that's a cowboy, it's Zeke Elliott for repeatedly putting himself in situations that looks like he doesn't know how to respect individuals in the community. But Des Bryant, a number one wide receiver, and he can't get a job as a slot receiver? He can't get a job as a return receiver? He can't get a job as a possession receiver? None of that. You can't give him a job at any of that. Really? Des Bryant? Are you kidding me? That's crazy. It's crazy to me that he does not have a job right now. It's insane. He'll get one. You better hope to Jesus it's not the Patriots. But he'll get one. Because why wouldn't he? Number one wide receiver. You can't make him a two or a three, really? Even with the Cowboys depth chart now, I'd call Dez up and be like, hey, you want to come back for less money? Because they have Alan Hearns who's, I think Alan Hearns is, is a good receiver that we haven't seen everything from, and I covered him his entire career in Jacksonville for the most part and interviewed him, you know, sometimes, you know, throughout the season weekly or every couple weeks. I've been around Alan Hearns. I think that we haven't seen everything that he's capable of. But at the same time, look behind that. The, the, one of the teams that needs a receiver the most is the Dallas Cowboys, and they let him go. I mean, Dallas is sitting here right now like, I was going to ask her to the dance, but then I decided not to ask Des to the dance. So I asked this other girl, but she said no. So Des is still out there and not really mad at me, and she's willing to take me back, but I don't know if I can ask her to the dance anymore. Freaking call up Des and say, I'm an idiot, and ask Des to the dance. What are you doing? One of the teams that needs a receiver the most... One of the teams that needs a receiver the most is the Dallas Cowboys. And they're the team that let Des Bryant go. I'd love to know. By the way, we were going to talk about baseball here in a second, but I guess we got to talk about it now. I want to jump to something here. The Supreme Court ruled 7-2 to to overturn the federal ban on sports gambling. This is interesting. The Supreme Court has ruled 7-2 to to overturn the federal ban on sports gambling. I got to look at this. See, that's the beauty of doing live radio, is that we get to talk about stuff as it happens. This is crazy. 
So what does this mean for Pete Rose and what's going on here? I'm taking a look at it right now. This is this is crazy. Supreme Court just struck down. So it looks like there could be a change here. And, and obviously, I was talking about, you know, I talk about Pete Rose a lot. I, I just I just spoke about him a couple of days ago. And I was like, he always bet on his team. He never bet against his team. It wasn't like the Black Sox. He wasn't saying, okay, guys, we got to lose this game. He bet on his team to win. Shouldn't every coach be betting on their team to win in some sense of the word? I know that it's not like betting betting, but I'm just saying. 7-2 that a 25-year-old federal law that has effectively prohibited sports betting outside Nevada by forcing states to keep prohibitions on the books is unconstitutional. The ruling could set the stage for other states to expand legalized gambling as a source of government revenue. Of course, government. It's always government revenue. And it was Judge Alito. I want to take a look at this here for a second. So Justice Samuel... Alito, New Jersey native, said, quote, Congress can regulate sports gambling directly, but if elects, but if it elects not to do so, each state is free to act on its own. Our job is to interpret the law Congress has enacted and decide where, whether it is consistent with the Constitution. PASPA is not, end quote, which is the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act passed by Congress in 1992. Alito and six colleagues agree, but Justice Stephen Breyer said the whole federal law should not have been declared unconstitutional. Ginsburg agreed with that as well. So maybe that means that there's going to be some Pete Rose love. Can you finally let him in now? Jeff Freeman, president of the American Gaming Association said, quote, today's decision is a victory for the millions of Americans who seek to bet on sports in a safe and regulated manner. Today's ruling makes it possible for states and sovereign tribal nations to give Americans what they want, an open, transparent, and responsible market for sports betting, end quote. How about that? How about that? The NHL has a team in Vegas. The NFL's Oakland Raiders will be moving to Vegas. The NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, Silver, pardon me, endorsed sports betting. And Major League Baseball has fantasy leagues. So there's been people that are, you know, in all those examples are people going, yeah, okay, you can't do this in Nevada or you can't do that. Or you can't do this outside Nevada. Who cares? So what does that mean for Pete Rose? Can we maybe let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame now? Oh my goodness. If you're going to let the baseball in there that Barry Bonds hit to become the home run king where he's really not the home run king, but we have to pretend that he's the home run king because he did steroids, but he didn't do steroids, but he might have done steroids, then why can't you let Pete Rose in? Pete Rose bet on his team to win. I love when people tell me, Dan, steroids don't make you a better player. Then why take them? 
They don't enhance anything, Dan. Then why take them? I love that. They go, well, Dan, they might build your muscle, but that doesn't help you have good hand-eye coordination. It doesn't help you connect the bat to the ball. Really? If steroids weren't a way to cheat the game in order to play better, then nobody would take them. If steroids were just lifesavers, then who cares? Yours is mint. Mine's lime. Who cares? I love when people try to make a case that steroids don't make you a better baseball player when some of the best baseball players and some of the best home run hitters in the history of baseball took steroids and nobody sees a parallel. Oh, that's just coincidence, Dan, that all the home run hitters took steroids. <laughs> really? You want to know who didn't take steroids? Babe Ruth. He did everything you're not supposed to do as an athlete. He drank, he smoked, he ate cheeseburgers. He did whatever the hell he wanted to do because he had natural talent. Hank Aaron is the, he's the champion. Hank Aaron's the champ. He is the home run hitter. Want to know why? Because steroid wasn't a word back then. Wasn't even a thing back then. Hank Aaron hit home runs because Hank Aaron was good at hitting a baseball. Barry Bonds hit home runs. Do you see the pictures of Barry Bonds in the beginning of his career where he's 89 pounds? And then you see him now where he looks like the Stay Puffed from Ghostbusters? Hello? Oh, well, you know, he just he just got better. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. A-Rod. I took steroids when I, a couple teams back, but I haven't taken them since. Okay. That's like, I have weapons of mass destruction, but not anymore. <laughs> I got rid of them. I had all these things that made people afraid of me that gave me a ton of power, and then I got rid of them all, and I was like, they'll respect me for me. Okay. Sounds fun. And maybe they do. But I tend to not believe that if you took steroids and got away with it, that you would stop all of a sudden. Unless you had a street, unless you had, but then, but you have to look at A-Rod's case. He had in his contract, if he hit so many home runs, he got more money. So if you're taking steroids and your contract says, if you continue to hit home runs, we're going to give you more money. Why would you stop? If you've already broken the rules and they've already helped you, why would you stop? I'm just interested. I just want to know. So this gambling thing with the Supreme Court, kind of interesting here. I'm going to have to look more into it, talk about it more this week. Just happened. Happened this, it had literally, the USA Today published at 10.12 this morning. It's 10.52. So maybe Pete Rose can get in the Hall of Fame now. I don't care if you put his picture next to Barry Bonds' ball. At least Pete Rose doesn't have an asterisk. Because, and the thing is, Pete, it's what Pete Rose did as a player. How about you let him in the Hall of Fame and say, this is to commemorate Pete Rose, the player, not Pete Rose, the manager. I, that's fine. I don't care. But how do you keep Pete Rose out and put all these asterisk things in there? I said they should have an asterisk room that says above, uh, above right, right above the doorway as you're walking in, right above the archway. I want it to have a giant asterisk, and underneath it, it'll say, everything in this room may or may not have happened due to natural talent. And then let me walk in there. At least tell me what I'm getting into. But Pete Rose has a case, because steroids are not supposed to be legal to take and enhance your game. 
And again, he bet on his team to win. He didn't bet on his team to lose, did I know? Bet on his team to win. So I don't get it. I don't get it. I think we let Pete Rose in. Don't let him in when he dies, because it's such a scumbag thing to do. We're going to take a step aside. We'll come back, and Orange Avenger said something about a little flip-flop with the Cowboys and the Giants, and I'm not against. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DrysigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. Unica Pizza Company spells family, your family, my family, their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on MixLR.com backslash wakeupcalldt. You can also pick that up on the main page of wakeupcalldt.com, the homepage. So make sure you're checking us out there. Orange Avenger brought it up, said, hey, how about this? Give the Dallas Cowboys Odell Beckham Jr. And the Giants will take Des Bryant. Let's flip-flop them. See what happens. I'm cool with that too. I'd love to see that. Wouldn't that be fun? Just to see what happens? I would love to see it. Give it a shot. Absolutely. Absolutely, positively, I would love to see that happen. Let's make it happen. Why not? What do they have to lose? I don't feel like the Giants are, oh my God, yes, yes, let's keep Odell. And I also don't think that, you know, obviously the Cowboys didn't care about letting go of what they had. So why not make a move? Orange Avenger says, Dez has proven himself. Odell is questionable. And that's true. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. made some one-handed grabs and some tough catches, and that's really cool. Dez Bryant's done a lot of cool things. But, you know, Dez, look at Dez's career, though. That's what I'm saying, though. How does Dez Bryant not get a freaking job? 
Again, we talked about all the way back to the beginning of the show. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the numbers. If it was about the numbers, then look at where we would have been right now. If it's about the numbers, then Jeepers Christmas, then Des Bryant should have a job right now if it's about the numbers. It's not about the numbers. It needs to be about... Look at what he's done. Look at the output that he's done, what he's brought forward, what he has done for for his team. Orange Avenger said, because he's a Giants fan, he said, I hated playing Dez. That's why I think he should be with us. Because, you, you know, you don't that's And that's what happens with a lot of stuff. I don't want to play against him, so give him to me. I don't want to play against him, so let's bring him back. Or let's bring him to our side. You know? That's what people said about Lamar Jackson. I don't want to play him. I don't want to play him. I hope he's not in my division. So draft him. The only way to to make sure that you don't have to play somebody is to pick them your own self. You got to take them and put them on your team yourself. You don't want to go up against them, then you better damn well pick them. And that's what the Ravens did. The Ravens said, okay, you know what? We know Big Ben's not going to last forever. We know that Cincinnati's all kinds of confused. And we know that Cleveland will see. They switch their quarterbacks like I switch my shirts every day. And for those of you wondering, I wear a different shirt every day. So, you know, they, we're in a situation where Baltimore could command this division of the AFC North in the foreseeable future if Lamar Jackson works out because they were smart enough to make a decision. They were smart enough to move forward. They were smart enough to say, okay, you know what? You're going to do what you want to do. We're going to do what we want to do. We're going to be prepared. We're watching all you guys, and we're realizing that you don't have an answer necessarily. If you are the Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't necessarily have an answer for sure right now. If you are the Cleveland Browns, you don't have an answer. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you haven't had an answer. So we're going to do this. We're going to draft this guy. We're going to see where we go from here. And that's a good decision. And it's a pretty cool decision. And that's why I'm for the decision. Because of where we're sitting right now and what's going on. I like this decision that they got Lamar Jackson. So the Des Bryant thing, to get back to that, in all honesty... I think it's fine. Let Odell go to Dallas. I don't see this is a thing though. Odell is like it's just and you see the way that he act, you know, the see the way he acts and he is and whatnot. Everybody wants to give Des Bryant crap, but after Des Bryant got in trouble off the field a few years back, he knocked it off. You know? After he got in trouble, he went to work. So to me, I think, you know, Dez, Dez took some not-so-great moments and was like, okay, you know what, we're going to make it better. Whereas Odell right now in this moment looks like a head case. Right now in this moment looks like a head case. So if I had to choose, I'm taking Dez. So I can understand Orange Avenger as a Giants fan why you would want Dez. Odell right now, he's injured. He seems to have an attitude that is not conducive to winning, in my opinion. You want to be flashy? You want to be this? You want to be that? How about we win games? How about we play as a team and we get this thing done? How about that? 
By the way, I told you that our video with Chick-fil-A where we surprised the canteen after school program in Cicero that Jimmer Sikowski, the owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, and myself, Dan Satora, I said that our video that I put up last night, that we would probably get to a 1,000 people that have watched this video just on Facebook. It's only available on my page, at Wake Up Call DT on Facebook. We have reached 2,200-plus people, and we have 963 views of the video as of right now. And all Jimmer and I did was go to the canteen and he handed out Chick-fil-A sandwiches to tell everybody that he appreciates them and he's happy that they're in the community and he wants them to know that Chick-fil-A is there for them. That's it. That's all we did. It ain't about the numbers, folks. It's about the people. I'll tell you that a hundred million times. It's about the people. And we love helping the people. Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. With that being said, let's take a quick fast break. I'll get you set for tomorrow in just a moment. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. Hi, this is Kira from Looking Glass Events, where we're always giving you a reason to celebrate. Whether you have a small business, large business, personal event, or a wedding, we are available to plan and coordinate your dream event to life. Every detail, every step, Looking Glass Events is working with you all the way. Call us at 315 315- 702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events, giving you a reason to celebrate. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. The Carrier Dome is getting upgrades. We talk about peeling back the orange here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora when we talk on Syracuse. How about peeling back the dome? Peeling back that beautiful marshmallow to show the sky? Folks, there's going to be some changes, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow. So that will be on the show tomorrow. For Tuesday, May 15th, we will be discussing the new pictures of the Dome and these renovations that are allegedly going to cost $118 million for the Carrier Dome that opened its doors in December of 1980, folks. We're going to talk about these upgrades to the Carrier Dome 
tomorrow's show on May 15th, we're also going to be featuring Brendan Paul, who's going to be joining me. Brendan Paul, who is a preferred walk-on to Syracuse's team, who played at Brewster Academy most recently with Buddy Bayheim, the son of Jim Bayheim, and a Syracuse signee for this season. Brendan Paul will be joining me for an awesome experience and an awesome conversation on tomorrow's show, The Ingredients to Success, proudly brought to you by Utica Pizza Company, will be on there as well. And we will, of course, be talking about the Carrier Dome and so much more. A little bit of NBA, too, as the Golden State Warriors get set to take on the Houston Rockets. So follow us back right here, same time, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Same channel, mixlr.com backslash DT. God bless you. Have a phenomenal day. And remember, the Pendant Trophy Center, who has now served you for 70 years, has found a new address and would love for you to venture over there to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. I'll talk with you all soon. God bless and have a phenomenal day.